episode 3, 1, 24 teams have made it to the promised land of Egypt and a big congratulations as far as that is concerned to South Africa. There was quite a lot of nerves going around on Sunday. We made, we made it. <laughs> no, you even made it Amica, a few even months Amica ago. Said we, we made, made it. it. We made, you made it a few months ago. We made we it. Made no, it. no, we made it. Because, <laughs> because, because look, nobody wanted Bafana there more than me. Yeah. Because I think I think they've had a phenomenal campaign and and, and quite frankly they, they they should I mean when I look at all the teams that have qualified mm. and then Bafana's game was almost like the last game. And and I'm, exactly. and I'm, and I'm looking how can South Africa not be there? <laughs> you know and, Well we're gonna touch on that game and uh, again congratulations to Bafana again congratulations as well to all the other teams that are making their debuts uh, at uh, the AFCON I'm sure they'll be adding plenty of uh, quality as well and I have to say from a, South, a Southern African perspective a big congratulations to Zimbabwe another team that perhaps has been on a trajectory that is heading upwards and they've certainly been rewarded with uh, qualifying for AFCON 2019 before we go too far ahead let me just remind you my name is Luazi Zikobo I'm Ola Makwaza and of course you know, if, if I if I talk now, they'll say I'm talking about Anfield and what have you. In the midst of Afghan, Emeka Enyadiki, always right. We never walk alone. Amazing how I, I just literally said my name. All I did exactly. What the about same. your super you, youth? Can, you, can, can we touch on them? <laughs> I hope uh, there's no border protection or, or group protection, border right? Protection. So uh, hopefully we can get in the same group as Nigeria and just take a easy three points, <laughs> guaranteed. All the way back to we can just calculate the remaining Listen, two games. You are better off playing Nigeria and the when their heads are up in the, in the air, <laughs> when they get into a tournament, we'll take it back to Uyo. We'll when they, when it, no, no, it's not playing in Uyo. It's not playing in Afghan in Uyo. It's in Egypt. Mm. You know, and those boys, when they go out there and they play in the tournament, it's a different team. They came here and won the Afghan. Don't forget. Ah. And the last time you guys hosted and won, Nigeria didn't come. And when we came, we won. So don't <laughs> don't go there. <laughs> you are listening to the Pitch Invasion Podcast, the podcast for football travelists. Okay, let's start then <laughs> with South Africa, the last game of the qualifiers and a performance that, uh, you know, at this stage, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of, of reaction and a lot of people, uh, surprisingly, are saying, no, we shouldn't be proud by the way we played, we parked the bus. And I'm just like, do you, are you guys stupid? Do you guys not realize that South Africa have gone or have qualified for AFCON? We won the game. Exactly. Simple as. We won the game. Look. Um, a lot of things went our way um, by, you know, the keeper um, made some great saves. Darren Keith mm. made some great saves. They could have had a penalty some there with that. Some great saves? He kept South Africa in that game. <laughs> no, well, that's what he did. He didn't no, make no, great no, saves. No, you say so, some great, you make it look like, like you know, it was Okay, just, he made seven great saves. If you want the exact <laughs> number, he now made seven great saves. We live in an age of, of stats. <laughs> of stats. So he okay, stats. seven great saves, right? Three and, with his right hand, <laughs> yeah. two with his head. Um, and, and, you know, and they, they, somebody, they could have had a penalty there with that handball claim, but, uh, you know, it was a uh, tight listen, one. Listen, uh, But if, they basically, and then the penalty that they got, which is absolute You're not going to get two. That was wasn't the penalty. Exactly. Never. So I think the ref I, was just making I, up for that know, earlier. Two call. things happened in that game that really, really pissed me off. One was the award of the penalty, and then South Africa's goal. The ball crossed, went in there, and the referee, you could see him, he's pointing, you know, like put the ball down and and, and play. And I'm thinking, you know, first of all, everyone is saying it's not okay to appoint a referee from a neighboring country, mm. which is a big problem in Africa. Mm. You know, and then all of a sudden you know, you make those kind of calls. It's it's it doesn't help the 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 way we want to view football mm. in Africa. We've got to be able to say it doesn't matter if they appoint 
a coach, a referee from yeah. from you know just down the road. So long as you know the referee does does a good job. If Libya, you know, came back into that game in the right way, no problem. But mm. you know, to award that penalty, I mean, keeper, it, the, the ball is in the air. Darren it's Kitty, the keeper's Darren, right Darren to come Kitty, out Darren in the Kitty, first. He can do whatever yeah. he wants. Darren Kitty is taller than me. Yeah, yeah. You know, he jumps, he catches I mean, the ball. Quite tall, by the way. Exactly, <laughs> he catches the ball nicely and. You the know, guy went the into guy his went, foot. Went into, you know, the, the first blow, the foot and, and took the first blow. I'm surprised people, right? people were saying, saying, no, no, that, uh, you know, the way he, how, how else is he supposed no. to catch the ball? A keeper is supposed to catch the ball and use his knee even to protect himself. Exactly. That's yeah. what, exactly what he's doing. I love, I love, I love the reaction from the player when he, 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 he oh, got hit and then, was and then the ref gave the penalty and then, oh, no, point. then he was, he was out for the count. There's a sniper. But, you know, I, I must say, you know, um, look, Stuart Bax has been getting a lot of flack, right? It's, you know, he really has some. I've been giving him some, but right yeah, no, so, yeah, right? admittedly, yeah, <laughs> you know, right. I, I give praise where it's true. Stuart Baxter did a fantastic job. You know, when I looked at the starting lineup, I remember and I was saying to the guys that I was with, I said, you know what? Before the starting lineup came, I said Stuart Baxter cannot play two holding midfields in this game. He has to play one, and he stuck to that. And even though he played essentially with the five defenders, three um, mm. uh, central defenders and uh, two fullbacks, you know, you you could see that, okay, at least we had some ball players in the middle of the park, guys that were able to hold the ball, retain. Mokonji was brilliant. Mokonji really was brilliant. Was, and, was and guys that could also, and right you know, back. Um, go forward and attack. Who was it? Was it Nkiza? Or Maela? Maela. The, the other thing that I, I must give Bafana praise for is they managed to play and grind a result in hostile territory mm. because at some point that game was boiling to a point where I thought the refs might have to come in and but, stop the but game. I mean, for, for how many you know? weeks now I've been saying for them to get through, they've got to, to do away with every of the styles and disky and all everything that they know, yeah. they have to go in there with a mindset that look, we need to try and stop this guy. Yeah. Because Libya is quite quite good. They've no, got this guy in the middle who mm. who can turn around. You know, he's a big guy. Mm. But uh, you know, the point for me was simply that Baxter had a he had a defensive mindset, but he knew definitely that with Tau and and Motiba, they could have those moments where if they break, they'll they'll get yes. something. But I mean, if for, for me, tactical discipline. And then of course the keeper, you know they they stuck to their to their their game, and, they, and we didn't see too much of this, you know, trying to to do. I mean, it, there were moments where you, you would expect maybe Percy will pass the ball a bit mm. earlier or, you know, do something. Yeah, but he made up for it. A hat trick as he well. made up for it with 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 two brilliant, uh, well taken goals. Mm. Left foot, right foot. Yeah, I mean, look uh, for me, I, I, I've always felt that 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 kid is magic, and I think that, you know, to a large extent. Um, we haven't seen the best of him. I think that maybe it's not even a bad idea that they sent him to, to the Belgian because uh, he needs time to adjust mm. to to the European to, game. To European game. Mm. But when he comes to, to England, he'll be he'll be ready. No, I mean it, it was again. I think we were talking about this before we 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 started that he hasn't let South Africa down. In, in I mean, and and let's be honest, he's still very young in international football. Yes. But he hasn't let South Africa down in any way, shape, or form since he made his debut. And. You know, we're also talking about the whole uh, uh, Ian Wright, uh, you know, you know, praising him and stuff, and you know, mentioning that this man is good enough to be playing in England, and that's something that I guess we all agree on that he's definitely good enough to be playing in England. I, so, you know, what, I'm like, it's fine. I have to Brighton, disagree with that. You don't think? You don't you think? Know, he's, I, I, I tell you why, right? You know, not everybody's suited for every league, mm. right? If you took Antoine Griezmann at that point in his life and put him in the Premier League, he would have failed. You saw it with Iago Aspas, yeah. right? The sort of like smaller guys that are more, 
you know, slippery and nippy. It's never a good place for them no, Coutinho, to... Coutinho is small. Right? Yes, I know. But it, it took... You know, there, there are certain guys that are just a special talent. Coutinho mm. is, a, is a special talent. But not everybody fits into the Premier League, but, right? And the point that I'm trying to make with Pusita, I think he'd be more suited in La Liga, for example, right? A league whereby he's able to express his mm. individual talent. In the Premier League, my problem is that if Pusita gets there, you know, they'd be expecting him, get it down the line, whip it in. They wouldn't encourage him to bring out his natural ability. But his talent alone is good enough to We don't know that. We, 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 I think that, you know, maybe it's a good thing that South Africa's qualified mm. and then he gets a chance to show what he can do. I, I, think, I, think, he, I, I think he'll grow to and be I a better course. player yeah. outside of the Premier League. Mm. And I'll, I'll, I'll give you a, an example. You know, Coutinho, right? Smaller player, but did that. But when you come from Brazil, there's almost that bias that he's from Brazil, you know, mm. like, let him do his thing. You know what I mean? But when you, from an app, you can ask J.J. Okocha, he, you know, had these struggles as well, right? So, when you're a smaller player, especially when you don't have that South American uh, bias behind you, you know, Argentine or Brazilian, right? It takes a while for people to gear up to, okay, well, let's mm. see what you have. So that's why I think, you know, Percy would be best suited if he started at, like, Spain. Start there, a league that allows you he's to bright, express he's a, yourself. He's a Brazilian player right now, so I, 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 don't, I, don't, think, I don't think they would. I want him to go to a league my, my, where he's my, able my to show his ability as opposed to, is, can is, he cross it, mm. you know, or his shots on... Alone. I think and his talent alone, this is the point about his mm. talent alone should give him the opportunity to. If he fails, yes, mm. I hear what you're saying. But he should get the opportunity to. Oh, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. looking at some of the players and the forwards that maybe 15 downwards in England have got in their ranks, yeah. especially if you Brighton. I mean, it, 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 there's no one striker at Brighton who can, you know, claim to be a better footballer than I, I mean, I, I'll give an example. Someone like Sean Wright Phillips, you know, is pro- possibly, he's probably shorter than Percy Dow, yeah. but, you know, the, the smaller guy can thrive mm. in England. It's just that... Sterling, Ryan Sterling. Ryan Sterling. But yeah. I mean, it also the, helps the, the thing English. is, when, when you, English, it helps. Yeah. My problem is that when you come from another background, mm. specifically... There is this bias with African players, you know, when they come to, you know, they're always looking for the, the tall oak or the, you know, the mm. Kante who's destroying the midfield. Mm. Percy Tau's a different entity altogether. Yeah. So I'm not sure if they'd be warm enough to welcome that. We'll see. You know, uh, and we'll, change I, I, their mindset I, I, with that. I, I, I have been a fan of this kid from when he went from playing this kid into Sundowns. Mm. I, I want to see... I want to see what our he best does. Play. I, I, He's our best player in the last possibly decade. I want to see what... That, and that's saying something. I want to see what he does What he does at AFCON and see whether, whether Brighton will be able to keep him. Yeah. If teams are not going to come and say, you know, we want this kid. I hope he leaves Brighton. I'm telling you, a Spanish team is going to suit him up. I say Brighton... They won't sell him. They, if you're listening, I'm, you know what? It's fine. You didn't want him. Percy, our producer's just given us... Percy Tau is five centimeters... Um, uh, taller than Rhymestone. Yeah. No, 0.5 centimeters. 0.5. 0.5. So, <laughs> hey. So, uh, look, congratulations to Bafana once again. And Percy Tao, we continue to salute your performances on the pitch for South Africa. Uh, here's a question, though, um, that uh, perhaps we have to ask. If we were the Bafana sort of technical team and looking forward now there's a squad that needs to be named, of course, for AFCON, which is just around the corner, by the way, uh, the tournament. Some the players that were, weren't 
in that game that weren't in SPACs uh, uh, on Sunday, which, which, who do you think you know, would, would add a lot of value to South Africa? Let's not even m- maybe mention the players that were there and didn't play, but the squad, the squad in large, uh, some of the players that were left back home, who do you feel should be a shoe-in for that, that, that 25 or 24-man squad? Uh, for for me, I think, I think it depends on, on a lot of factors, you know, who's injured, who's fit, and you know, I, I think to a large extent, Baxter will take a lot, a lot from this game yesterday, mm. and you know, many people questioned his choice of what's the third goalkeeper's name? Yeah, uh, Price 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 you know, but maybe it's not a bad idea to give the youngster um, that exposure. You know, I don't know if Kune is is. Um, we agree. He's he's gonna be number one if he's fit. No, no, I, yeah, yeah. I'm saying that that if he's fit, because you need, you know, um, you need to to get one thing right. The last time Bafana went to Afcon, they could have done pretty well if they had their goalkeeper situation sorted. That's very true. That was a big problem for mm. for for them. And then I don't know also, um, you know, I think I think to a large extent when you look at when you look at the team that they have there, it's it's looking. I mean, because we even had Sarah sitting on the bench. Mm. We have a situation where a lot of, a lot of players are, are staking a claim to, to this team. Yeah. And I think that, you know, we might see a team that that includes players that nobody is looking at. Maybe even one or two players who are not in this team. Mm. You know? And and for me, I, I'm, I don't know, I'm struggling with with trying to see to see who I can fit into this team. Can, can I can I just say something that yeah. um, maybe we we need to be nostalgic about, right? Benny McCarthy goes to AFCON 97, right? I did. At, at 98, right? At uh, 17. 17, sorry, 17, 98, right? And lights up AFCON, and before you know it, takes off, a star is born. Mm. I am making a petition right now. <laughs> Lyle Foster, it's right there in the stars. It's there. Added in it's there, yeah. right? You know when you see like a, a player will go through a goal drought for ten games, then he'll play his former team, and then he'll, he'll score yeah. again. I think there's a storyline here that could be waiting to be written in Lyle Foster in the next Benny McCarthy, and I think we need to examine how he does in the next couple of games. I know he's got the qualifiers, the uh, Olympic qualifiers mm-hmm. with the 23s, but I think. Young players, when you put them in a tournament, have nothing to lose. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. We shouldn't do what England did with Theo Walcott, just make him carry the water bottles. The guy should actually play. And I think we need like a, a, an ace up our sleeves, a, a wild stallion that literally is unleashed and has got no, no reputation to worry about, no big contract, and he's honestly there to play without pressure. And I think Lyle Foster, you add him into that squad, you have a kid who's hungry, he's determined, he plays for Monaco, so he's got no pressure on him. Mm. I think, you know, we, and then, we and need and to and promote that guy. You need to find goals somehow, you know. I mean, Motiba is there mm. giving you goals. Yeah, Motiba's there, but, but I think... But we, you, need, you need to find... Love Foster to me would make a big difference. You need to have a wild card, someone that yeah. you can pull off the bench, who's, you know, maybe got a different kind of, kind of mindset, because... You know. Okay, in, in, in that sense then, okay, let's talk about the forwards then. So you've mentioned Motiba, who's definitely on the plane. Uh, Percy Dow is definitely on the plane. Um, last Falls Bay, we had a bit of a chat about him. I yes. think he's probably going to be on the plane. I don't think he's going to be there. Um, but, I think know. he's going to be on I the like plane. I like his size. And then we've got Lebo Mabui, who, who uh, locally for Sundowns is doing fantastic. Form, as far as form is concerned, he's done more than enough to be on the plane. So that's 
four forwards you have already. You might need five. You might need five. So mm. you can you, you you can you you would be happy to accept Lyle Foster as 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 the, the I guess the the bolter the in, in 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 those five forwards. And, and I think the, the other thing that. Um, with young players, you've seen it now with Mbappe, you saw it with Rashford, you saw it with Sterling. Well, maybe not so much Sterling, but the young players... No, Sterling also when, no, he, when, no, he, when he came up. Mm, no, but mm. what I'm saying is that with the young strikers, right, the guys that grew up playing strikers, they don't mind playing anywhere else yeah. on the team because they just happen to be in the team. Mm. You saw with Mbappe, Mbappe didn't play central yeah. at the World Cup. He played out wide, right? And even at PSG, still mm. kind of playing out wide. So that pace and that, you know, electricity and that skill can still be used elsewhere. So you bring Lyle Foster. He might not necessarily start right in the middle mm. up front but to have that guy out wide you know could still be a bonus so I think Fair you point. could still could, add could, him there, on. could there be could there be room for someone like Kemet and that's the, I was going to ask I, that I think the window's too small no, you know, I mean you know, because the, the, the window's at, too at the end small. of the day you might you yeah. might still need to have he could still be he, what, he like could still be seven, he's got seven but games but the thing is he, he could still be he could still be on the way to firing Cape Town City to the title we don't yes. know in the seven games they're only yeah. a few points behind so should he be you know should he actually because he's, he's got Kermit has got experience yeah. well, why would Kermit be in there and uh, Motiv Mvala not there like I, I I don't get it that's Africa's top goal scorer South Africa no there is, there is time between between now and uh, like at least two months. I'm yeah. not ruling him out. I'm just saying you know? that. You so know. a lot can happen. I think he's going to make it. A lot can happen within that period. Mm. And I think they're going to. And Kemi is a good player to have off off the bench. And, 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 and in big yeah. games because you know he's got he's got experience. He's and Baxter knows that. Yeah. yeah, and he knows Kemi is somebody who was who was born and bred as a striker. Mm. I think there's space for him as well. So yeah. <laughs> right now we've got six names, and, and there's no way fun. all there's no way all of them are going to make it in there. Uh, I mean, the midfield positions we know that Klompo is going to make it, even if he comes off the bench or not. Tiani Mabunde is probably going to make it as well. Tembazwan is going to make it. Uh, but and this, I had a, a bit of a a thought before we started as well in terms of the players that weren't in this particular squad, but you know have got a door open for them. We've spoken about Vincent Pule and the form he's been on this season. And I'm, again... I'm, I'm actually very surprised that that um, he's not a regular for Bafana. Yet. But he hasn't even yeah. been a regular for Bafana. Yeah, because... Last because he has gone off the boil a bit. He's gone off the boil a bit. But yeah. I think this season, he's, he's been one of the real standard mm. performers that we've seen this in South African football. Yeah. And I yeah. agree with that, 100%. And the same can be said for Timmy Gossi Lorch as well at Pirates. So those two names, I don't think we should be surprised should they make it into the bigger squad. Maybe not and the... Then, and then there's so much drama about not having a Chiefs player on the, on the, uh, yeah, on the game. Yeah, but if you think about it, who... Well, Daniel nobody. Cardoso was there, so, yeah. I mean, you could add and, him. Kunia's going to come back. I, I no, saying, and unfortunately, Kamabiria is in South Africa. I'm saying on the, <laughs> in the, on the pitch... Oh gosh. <laughs> Rama Rama Pasele will he he'll, he'll probably, he'll probably make it as yeah, backup. Yeah, he probably make mm. it. Yeah, so I mean, as far as Chiefs is concerned, that's pretty much the names that come to mind. I can't think of anyone else that could be knocking on that door. Again, Billet is not South African, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Sundowns. There was, a, there was a, this whole thing on, on Twitter where people were bringing all the names up. Yeah, we've already touched on a couple of those. The Serenos of this world, the Thai days of this world. Hey, they've got a couple of months. Safa, if you're listening, a couple of months before. Get those players in. Let's go to AFCON and, you know, let's make the semifinals if we can. Why not? <laughs> it's just, even if you know they've got a grandmother who just visited you, yeah, 
give them citizenship. It's fine. They do that in South America. They do that for South Americans all the time. Ruja, 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 Ruja. How many South Americans are I- Italians? You know, or you find out that you've got South American roots. His grandmother came to buy olive oil here, and then all of a sudden gets a problem. But I mean, it's the point that that Mark Leeson made actually during Soccer Africa last week about how I guess the African game has gone towards that has gone very much towards that direction where if 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 even if your surname sounds African, we, we, you know, yeah. countries will look yeah. into that and be like, oh, I mean, you're one twentieth. Berahino was supposed to be the next big team for England. Now yeah. he's leading the line for for Burundi. For uh, Burundi. Is he? Yeah. Yes. Oh even uh, Jeff Kondogbia. Kondogbia yeah, yeah, was playing well. for France. Mm. Now yeah. he's gone back. I think um, the um, Central African Republic. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, do you, whatever happened to that to that case? I think it was kicked out by by the Court of Arbitration for Sport for Munir El Haddadi. Uh, was it Morocco that tried to yeah. Yeah, I think neutralize him? Mm. Yeah. So he wasn't allowed to. Yeah, but he, I, mean, he, I mean, he would have been good for Morocco. Yeah, yeah. Good, but we, yeah. we know so many players who have done that. And uh, don't be surprised if a number of countries, especially maybe these uh, debutants or countries that are coming back for the first time in a couple of years, if they find one or two players playing in Europe or somewhere that uh, I mean, they will well, bring. Why don't we do like a United Kingdom system? I mean, damn it, in the, in the UK. I mean, you've got Declan Rice right now. Yeah. He's played an international mm. game for, for Ireland, mm. right? And he's now going to play for England. So... Come up, Elliot, you know, just we should have South Africa be declared, you know, like the United Kingdom. So South Africa, Namibia, Zimbabwe, Swaziland, Eswatini, all of that. And then, you know, yeah, we make we go, a great Britain, a great, great Southern we go, Africa. And we, we, we just we go pluck, to AFCON like pluck, that. Pluck Knowledge Musona is, not, is, no, is nothing new to South African yeah. football. He's played it before. We bring him in. He's got five goals, I think, go. in the qualifiers. We um, should, we, you know? I mean, we if can, the UK can do that, why, why can't we? we? That's a very good question. Yeah, the West right, Indies, the West Indies. Anyway, <laughs> out of 24 teams going to Afghan, Zambia is not there. That's uh, that is that is a bit sad. And I mean, I guess uh, the they, final and they, nail. And they have a brilliant uh, squad of young players. No, they do. They really mm. do. But the, the final nail in, the, in that coffin is, is how they lost their final qualifier as well, at home. If I'm not mistaken, they were beaten by. Is it Namibia that beat them? Oh, well, they actually won the Namibia game. Uh, oh, they won the Namibia game. That they lost. The oh, they lost the. Okay, all right. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, they're not there, uh, which is. A, a bit of a shame because again as Imika has put the, the the squad of young players the batch of young players they have is something that should be preserved and, and, and protected for a long Fashion time to come. you can name all and of them those guys, those guys just, you can name all of them uh, mm. they, would have, they would have given us a good shot yeah yeah, unfortunately they're not there. But uh, speaking of Namibia, they are uh, at uh, Afcon for the first time since 2008, and we are having a bit of a debate uh, off air about the number of people that they have in Namibia. And I think the official number is what 2.6 million, million people. Namibia, wow. Namibia is a desert, my friend. <laughs> I, I, I'm it's not called the Namibia desert. It's like I'm not believing that. <laughs> no, it's so it's more people than Namibia. Yes, Namibia. so Soweto can qualify for Afcon. I'm sure, uh, sure we Look, can. Look, more than enough I'm place. sure we can. Lagos, More than Le- enough Lagos has over 20 million people. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you could have Lagos as, as a, and Kanu as well in yeah. Nigeria. Two cities in Nigeria that mm. have, have that big population. But it's, it's absolutely fantastic uh, to know that Namibia, you know, have actually put a lot of a, a lot of effort in getting their football back they to could be like where the they feel of this tournament. They could very well be, you know. Uh, and, and nah, I don't, you, you don't think there's a Vintuk trap somewhere? Some Vintuk somewhere in the But I touched on Zimbabwe a little earlier as well because, again, of the quality of footballers they, they, they actually are, they, have they are a good team they are a very good team yeah. they are a very good team and I think the one thing that stood out for me uh, uh, as far as they're concerned in the qualifiers is 
how well they did away from home. Against, against the DRC. You know, DRC, Congo. These, yeah. these are not easy places to go to. DRC, those are my in-laws, by the way. <laughs> yes. Sorry. They did fantastically well to, 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 uh, you know, to get some, some good home. points away from home. Uh, Tanzania, you mentioned, Dimika, back uh, for Monique. the first time since the coach, and the coach, the coach, they've, got, they've, got uh, they've got a Nigerian coach. Yes, the mm-hmm. great uh, Amunike. And Amunike has got a very phenomenal record. He's yeah. called Nigeria's winner in AFCON, winner in Afro-Asia Cup, winner, winning gold Olympics, mm. scored in the World Cup. Uh, so, I mean, this is almost like like another, another you know, brilliant goal for him, qualifying Tanzania. Because yeah. Tanzania were last at AFCON in Nigeria in 1980. Which is, which is a, a, lifetime. a generation ago. Yeah, mm. so it's it's um, it's unbelievable how, how much, um, you know, and that's, that's, that's really huge for, for Tanzania because... Yeah. We we've seen with Simba and and Yanga and yeah. all the passion that they have there. Uh, so with East Africa, you've got Namibia, you've got Uganda, and you've got Kenya. Kenya as well, and you and, know and maybe if if, been... if we were, and Burundi as well mm. qualified, and if we were lucky, Ethiopia would have made because Ethiopia has got the most passionate fans. Mm. Yes. Um, so in a way, going to twenty four teams, I think it's not bad because we get to see. Um, I think it's fantastic. You know, it's people, a, it's because a, you, you know, unlike in, unlike many years ago, where you had some teams that you could look down on. Now you mm. can't really look down on teams because Guinea Bissau is back in Afcon. And that's that, and you know, to, to to add on to your point, I'm looking at the the debutants, the likes of Madagascar, Mauritania, uh, Burundi as well. And I'm thinking to myself, if you were a a a nation that has ambitions of winning Afcon 2019, you still wouldn't want to really have these teams in your group because. You know they can. Uh, we know Mauritania what they've done to South Africa <laughs> over the past five years. We know very well. So you don't really want to face these teams. Uh, you know who, uh, you know, seemingly as a nation are putting a lot of effort into getting the football, you know, back to where it should be. And it's going to be a fantastic tournament. I think. Uh, I, I guess I'm glad that Egypt are hosting as well. As far as facilities are concerned, it shouldn't be an issue. As far as playing conditions are concerned, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be an issue. So we yeah, wish they're, they're all the also, 24. Also a massive Footballing uh, culture, exactly, so, exactly, um, and it's quite close to, to Europe, so mm. a, a lot more more media, a lot more attention, and uh, yeah. yeah, in the long run, let's see if we get get enough fans across. Maybe. Um, Ola, wish, in, Ola in, gets his in, wish yeah, and then we get like Nigeria Egypt finals. Wow, <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't, go, I wasn't going that win. direction. But Ola gets his wish of uh, some Spaniards coming over and watching Percy Dow perform yes. as well. <laughs> but yes, congratulations to all the 24 that are making it through. There's going to be a lot of coverage during the build-up um, uh, to Afcon 2019 as to find out exactly who will be in which squad and who will be missing out. Because again, there will be a number of players perhaps missing out and uh, causing quite a fair bit of a stir on the African continent. Pitch Invasion is the podcast for football travelers to contribute to the show pose a topic of debate or just complain about your favorite team send us a whatsapp voice note on plus two seven six zero nine two one six nine seven seven that's plus two seven six zero nine two one six nine seven seven or send us a text message starting with hashtag pitch invasion remember to follow the pitch invasion podcast on facebook twitter and instagram under the username Pitch Invaded. To bring it uh, back home a bit, uh, just closer to home, we've got the Netbank Cup uh, quarterfinals that are coming up uh, over the next couple of days. And it's quite interesting, Ola, that so soon after the international break, there's going to be a, a, a big stakes game of football for all these teams to play. Well, I think it's an advantage um, Cape Town City. I mean, they're probably the fresher of the squad. They won't have any 
you know, of they, they only got one player mm. over there, you know, whereas um, Chiefs, I think they had three or so mm. guys go to... Vets are going to struggle. You know, Vets are going to struggle. Their defense, so. all like, literally, I think all four of their defenders. So I think, you know, uh, Cape Town City are well rested. And I think, you know, for Benny, this has been an interesting sort of um, push towards, you know, I think a bigger job. You know, I, I don't think Pizzo is going to stay forever at sundowns. And I see Benny, honestly, at some point knocking on, you know, either a, a, a Pirates or, or or Sundowns in terms of, you know, getting that job. Mm. And Why didn't you mention Chiefs? Uh, I said bigger teams, you know, <laughs> teams with stars on their badges. Oh, okay. And I think what Benny's doing now, you know, I, I'm not sure if Bafana are willing to give him the reins anytime soon, but I think he's building a, a, a CV for himself where if there is like a job for Bafana, if there's maybe a continental job uh, for an African team, for example, you know, Benny is is in the running for that. And you have to give praise to, you know, what Benny's doing, also setting a standard for South African coaches. Mm. Because if you look over the last couple of years, it's been Pizzo and Gavin, and that's been it. Mm. Now Benny's throwing his name there. So hopefully we can get more of our ex-pro player, uh, ex players into coaching and, you know, following Benny's lead. And as far as the, the actual game is concerned, you know, I think it's going to be a tight game. And, I, you know, Chiefs, honestly, I, I don't know what's going on. The goalkeeper all of a sudden now is being benched again. <laughs> so they have goalkeeper problems. I don't know where Chiefs are this season in terms of stability. And this is their last trophy that they're playing for. I think Cape Town City are going to easily beat Chiefs. Easily. I, I, think, I think that Chiefs, on the contrary, might have something something to prove in, with with the... The net bank cup because mm. you know the league is, is like a bridge too far for them. Um, Yet again, definitely. My my, I'm not going to rule them out of pulling an offset in in that because everyone's writing them off and we've seen that this season. Every time we've tried to put them down, they've sprung some some surprise. And mm. you know, if you look at the league, their position in the league um, compared to how they started the season, yeah, they haven't done badly. Um, they do have goalkeeping problems and all that, but. Uh, I, I I definitely wouldn't want to, to to rule them up, but I must give credit to Benny and also to John Committees in particular for for his faith in in Benny because mm. you know he took, he took a, a very very big big punt at him and supported him and um, you know he, he's he's done quite well and like you know Carlos said it would be good inspiration for a lot of other players who who want to take that step into coaching. Yeah, now I'm looking at, at 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 the rest of the fixtures in the quarterfinals and very difficult to call. Um, I mean, if you are a, a, a South African follower of I guess the lower divisions, Capemore United up against TS Galaxy. TS, uh, TS Galaxy are good. You, th you think TS you think Galaxy they, are yeah? good? Okay, so I'll tell you that they're playing in a couple of days. You think they they they? Yeah. Okay, so uh, they I could be semi-finalists. There could be a Barocca in the waiting. Tears Galaxy are quite good. Okay, so Kola's uh, going with Tears Galaxy there. Bloom oh. Celtic, Golden Arrows, that's a difficult one again. It's a difficult one, but I think Celtic, um, somehow they've... You think they've, they'll, they'll get one over Steve Compella? Uh, well, they, they might, but, you know, Arrows are... Uh, they, they struggle in the league, but they're not, they're not a bad they're also, side. They're also, they're also, yeah, cup games, they, they also yeah. tend to yeah. come But I, th good. I think... Um, Steve has it in for Bloom Celtic, obviously, with that messy divorce. <laughs> so I think he's extra yeah. motivated. I don't think yeah. there's any team apart from Chiefs that he's more motivated to beat mm. than Bloom Celtic. So yeah. I think, I think, he, I might think get, he might, he might get something there. Yeah. And you've got Vets, Chipper United. And I guess this, this type of game is well suited for Chipper, who, again, will play with very little fear. Yeah. Um, and Vets, we have mentioned that a lot of their defenders will be coming back from international duty. It's going to be tough for, you know, like the Vets and more so 
you know, even I, I know they play each other, uh, Cape Town City and Chiefs, because you know they still also somehow mathematically in the hunt for the title yeah, race. That's so, true. Who? Um, Vitz and Cape Town City, okay. mathematically, yeah, yeah. right? No, no, mathematically, no, 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 right? They're both in the running. Yeah, yeah. they're both in the running. So a lot of things even more than but the thing is, yeah. they, they have to approach every game. Like it's a cup final. Mm. So, you know, their best players have to be playing every game now. So, you know, you could be risking an injury in the league. There's, no, there's no league game. And, so, you know, the league falls away. It's a cup week, so they, they play, they play their, their, their. They have to take what, what, what's in front of them. Mm. Because, you know, there's no mm. guarantee that you win the league. So, if you're, if you're this far, far into the cup, you might as well, you know, give it your best shot. Absolutely. Okay. So. You haven't given me an actual prediction for Vitz. Uh, uh, against Chipa, I go with Vitz. I'm going Chipa. <laughs> okay. I think Chipa going to pull the upset. <laughs> I, I, actually, I have to say, I also think Chipa, this is the type of game where they're just nah. going to be like, ah, you know, it's probably going to be one of those where the likes of Mayambela and Rajale and, and uh, uh, Lenkis also just come up with something and, you know, get Chipa over the line. And Lerato Manzini is my man. You know, every time I watch Chipa United, Lerato Manzini is scoring. And, you know, Again, why he hasn't been, you know, considered for national call-up, I have no idea. Yeah, that's, that, that's, a de- that's a debate. Baller, that's a debate we can we can have for the, the longest time. But there's also some uh, the really interesting talking points before we close that came out of the international week over the past couple of days. Uh, England looked pretty good uh, with their hammering of the Czech Republic. I'm not too sure a lot of people were surprised with that, but they look really good. Sterling once again a hat trick. Um, he's 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 really hitting top level uh, right now. Uh, debut for 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 Sancho. He didn't look too uh, too out of place. Uh, Declan Rice you spoke about as well. So uh, a lot for for guys Southgate to work with going forward because they also still ha- are looking ahead to the uh, Nations League semi-finals. I, I think what England are doing now is um, same thing that the Dutch are doing. There's just a, a revolution in their football, mm-hmm. right? So the way that they used to play back in the day, I think they're throwing that away. You can see with the flair that Southgate is bringing in the young players. And it's actually exciting to watch because now these guys are, are allowed to express themselves. Mm. I know before in the past, you know, British media always on the, I mean, if Beckham had a hairstyle, you know, it, it, was it could cause waves yeah. there. So now they're changing their way of, of, of thinking in football and it paid dividends. I mean, they went, they were semi-finals at the yeah. World Cup. So, you know, you have to give praise to what they're doing. And it's the same thing with the Dutch now. They're mm. going with the younger side. Uh, Germany also adopting the same philosophy, just going with the younger side. So it's interesting what Southgate is doing, and I actually can't wait to see that project because we're actually seeing guys very early mm-hmm. who you can see in the next five, seven, eight years are going to be really, really good players. <laughs> here's, a, here's a joke which I found quite funny. If uh, if England and Southgate and Kane and them got like what they got OBEs for 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 making or being or finishing fourth at the World Cup, yeah. If they <laughs> go on to win the World Cup, what's next for them? Knighthoods for all of them. It's possible. I mean, Nighty everybody up. gets a knighthood in England. I mean, there are some guys that are getting knighthoods for just, you know, is it not being so, football is it, is it for not Sir Lewis years. Hamilton yet? That's it probably going to get there. Yeah, it's probably going to get there. It should be. Uh, but, you I mean, uh, very uh, interesting that you spoke about uh, Netherlands and Germany. Because I don't know about you, Amika, but I was very surprised with the, the result between uh, the two nations. Germany, the young German side, uh, got one over a Netherlands team, which over the past year has looked pretty untouchable. With your it Liverpool was, Van Dijk no, no, being turned was, inside it, out. It was a very... <laughs> great Wolf Van Dijk being... It was a very, interesting, was a very interesting game. <laughs> um, I think... It seemed like an anti-climax for, for Netherlands because mm. they, they fought back. I mean, the first half was all Germany. Yeah. Germany got two goals. Second half, Holland came back. Uh, they got two goals. I think it was the, uh, the Light and and uh, the Leeds. I don't know how they and, and and I think it was the Memphis. I think mm. Memphis. Mm. 
you know, he looks like a man yeah, reborn. He, he really know, does. He scored that goal out of nothing. And then, of course, um, they had Germany on the back foot, and then suddenly, against the run of play, they got, mm. like, I think it was like 98 minutes, they got they got a goal uh, which was very well executed, yeah. and it was, they brought in uh, Royce. Uh, towards the end, and he created that goal. So I mean, that, that, that's a vintage. I mean, you're talking about powerhouses in Europe. I yes. know uh, the Netherlands haven't won the World Cup. Yeah, but they, no, uh, yeah, yeah, um, but, but they both only won one year as well. Sides, but both sides have, uh, you know, historically in football, like, those World are two Cup finals. 1988. It's, it's remarkable how many times they've actually come up against each other in the last six months. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Nations League, they met what, yeah. twice, uh, and, and Holland beat them. And Holland beat them. Yeah. You know, so, and now they're gonna play against each other twice again in the in the, the, the Euro qualifiers. Well, which is always good, like I said, going back to England. You know, when teams are rebuilding, yeah. you know, you can almost forecast the next five, no, seven, no, eight with, years. With, with, with England, it's exciting to see these young players England, being given is, an opportunity. Yeah. Too much talent. They do. They do. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's and they play, they, play, they play some really, really good football. Yeah. I was a little surprised. Jordan Henderson was mm. all over the He place. had a fantastic game. Was, and it hurts to say that. Like, I was wondering it hurts so bad to say why, that. You know, <laughs> before we go, you know, I hope that after this AFCON, regardless of the result, uh, for Bafana, mm. I think this would be the opportune moment for Safa and South African football to press the reset button mm. in terms of okay, guys, this is what we're trying to. Because remember, there's qualification for the World Cup after. No, but they've, yeah. got, they've no, got a young team as well. No, I understand that, but what I'm saying in terms of you know a, adapting a, a, a philosophy, mm. a style, mm. you know, I think we should also press the reset button mm. and start all over again after Afcon and build a new team for not just Qatar but. Mm. You know, the next Going 10, forward. 15 years. I'm thinking to myself, the, the, the biggest losers in all of this, um, for me, is going to be France. Because in this period where they're meant to be sitting atop the, the, the you know, the world, the, 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 the footballing game, they've got these these big powerhouses who have reset and are coming up. So mm. it's not going to be a comfortable stay at the top for France. But we know what France are going to do. They're going to go to uh, Congo. <laughs> they're going to go to Find a new breed of Cameroon. African they're going to go to Benin. Pe- <laughs> they're going to go to all these countries. And just, say they're going to Senegal. They're going to go to Mali and just recruit again. Yeah. So, But it's going to be an uncomfortable stay at the top for France, unfortunately. Listen, they're going to be world champions for the next, what, three years. Uh, Euro, they might go into it as one of the favorites as well. They've got the players. But it's not going to be easy at all. Uh, but that is very much episode 31, a, a, an international episode in many ways. Uh, really has been a good uh, fun uh, having a chat about Bafana Bafana. And again, congratulations to them. Congratulations to the debutants at AFCON 20. 19 See and we still, we still have so much to look forward to I hope Salah hosts us <laughs> <laughs> we have so much to look forward to as far as the Euro qualifiers are concerned and uh, judging by how it started it's going to be quite a journey as well do look out for the Nations League coming up uh, I think it's going to be when in June if yeah, I'm not mistaken somewhere. the semi-finals in Portugal Portugal Switzerland uh, England, England Netherlands uh, who's England. playing who I think Portugal is, is they're playing Switzerland, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, and then yes. the Netherlands. Against England. England. Yeah. yeah. And the Premier League returns this weekend. Yeah. Uh, one last push uh, as far as Imika and his Liverpool is concerned. We're on top. <laughs> That's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> as long as we're on top, I'm happy. <laughs> but uh, from myself, Loazizukubu. Hola, Makwaza. I'm a Kanyadiki. It's a very good bye. Bye.